With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, May 20th, 2023. I'm your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello, how are you doing, Andy? I am very well, G-Man. You're still on your travels. I am very much in Orkney at the moment, yes. Uh, so excuse me for any spotty signal or anything that happens during this. So yes, uh, I'm as north as I've ever been recording a Trample Bet podcast, and hopefully that'll bring us some luck this weekend. The luck of the north. You're beyond the wall. Um so yeah, it was just myself and Gordon last week. It's been a very, a very busy um, couple of weeks. So in order to to make sure the podcast podcast get done, just myself and Gordon. But for this week, we will have uh, Joey Slenzak joining us after the break for next week's picks. But he's not needed for just now. It was just the two of us. Slim down, eight pick special show. So we'll get into the recap of how we got on last week. And as usual, I hit my banker. It did not look very likely with three minutes to go. Leipzig against Bremen and Leipzig were 1-0 down with three minutes to go. But goals in the 87th and 97th minute meant they came from behind and won this game 2-1. So got out of jail free there. I've used that card. I didn't. I lost my first banker in ages. And can I just read out to you the flash score report from the game? Just, Just the first line. Already relegated Elche pulled off a surprise 1-0 victory to record their first La Liga win over Atletico Madrid since 1985. Jesus Christ. That's Ridiculous. not cool. Not yeah. cool. And, um, and if you look at the if you look at the stats from the game and stuff like that, they were good for it. Where are they? Atletico did, did not play the game of a game of football that, that would have could been conducive with them getting a result. So Credit to Elche, but it absolutely fucked my already short price banker. So a shanner for me there. Hopefully, no repeat of that this week. Unlucky. These things happen every now and again. It's just like uh, let's try and avoid them as much we, as much as we can and get the banker treble in for next week. On to the value picks. Um, I did not get my value pick in here, although it started really well. I had the Yokohama F Marinos away at Alberic's Nagata. They took the lead at the end of the first half, um, and in my head, that was pretty much the game done. But they uncharacteristically threw it away in the second half and lost the game 2-1. So a surprise result. Even more surprising that they took the lead and didn't see it out. Um, I mean, if this game happened again this week, I'd be back in the Yokohama F Marinos every time. So just a, a, a poor one in the value slot for me. Yeah, for me, um, my value actually came in, uh, which is unfortunate because your value was uh, your value was pretty, pretty fucking uh, unlucky in there. So... Um, yeah, it was uh, Spal versus Parma. I took uh, Parma uh, as the away team to win this game. They did 1-0. Um, a penalty from Franco Vasquez in the second half uh, allowed them to win the game 1-0. Uh, 
they were good for it as well. The stats, you know, they were pretty pretty similar. They had more possession. They were they were they were better. So um, yeah, uh, one 0 win for Parma and a win in the value for me. Really good because they were better than evens. They were like seven to six. So yep, an excellent result. On to the outsiders then. I was in Japan. Kashima Antlers versus Nagoya Grampus. Uh, I p- predicted a draw in this game, uh, but Kashima actually won this as the home outsiders at eleven to five. It's one of those games where I didn't fancy Nagoya as away favourites, so I took the draw. Whereas I should I should have just stuck. Should have just stuck to picking a team to win. None of this draw nonsense. Um, Nagoya had most of the ball and most of the attempts at goal, but Kashima made their chances count um, and won won the game two nothing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have much to say about that. It's an outsider. You know, you, you went for a pick em with no pick uh, at my behest as well. So, um, yeah, I think I think it's a stick to what you know next time. Um, but home wins, antlers. Home wins, I know. Uh, my outsider, I feel slightly aggrieved with, to be honest. Uh, I took in a huge price outsider. Uh, and this was 11-2 or 6-1. to one, And it started really well. Did they not get a goal chopped off, like, pretty much got, instantly? They got a goal varred off in the 11th yeah. minute. Then they decided to go down 3-0, which wasn't the most positive way to go about it, but pulled back two goals in the second half to give a real chase. They also, later on, so they were at 3-2, and you're thinking, brilliant, I got another goal there, and I'm like, right, brilliant, it'll be at 3-3, this'll be it. No, 4-2 to enter, so. So, so we were close. They weren't far off there. Um, but, yeah, a bit, bit disappointing to... to have that early one chopped um, because it's a totally different game if they take away like a one 0 lead yeah. away from home to start with. They just sit in and enter get frustrated. Um, so yeah, no winner on the outsider for me. Unlucky. On to the charity bet then, which was just a charity double this week after winning the charity treble the week before and £92.61 going to the Thin Blue Paw Foundation. And now that I'm back from my international travels, I settled that today and they have their money. So I'll post a screenshot um, of the bet, uh, of the uh, charity donation receipt on Twitter and also the bet receipt so that we can remember the fabulous treble that, that gave the money to the, uh, the retired police dogs who all do a great job. Deserve their retirement. But uh, for last week, it was a charity double. I kept up with winning ways. I took uh, the Kryptonite Uruwa Red Diamonds at home to gamble. Zaka Gordon just hates it whenever we go near them. Um, they, they conceded the first goal. It didn't look very good, but uh, when Gamble Zaka scored that, it did nothing more than anger Uruwa, who equalised in first half stoppage time and then just ran away with it in the second half. Ended up winning the game 3-1. So a good charity pick for me. And uh, they were just under even money, 10-11. to 11, So happy with that. I got shafted uh, on my uh, charity to complete the, the charity double. I'd taken a draw in Salernitana versus oh, Atalanta at 10 to 3, which is a really big price. Big price. Big price. Third minute 1 0 win for Salernitana. I thought the notification was for the end of the game. Sickening. It, it, was, it was horrible. And, you know, they, they had less of the ball, they'd more of the ball, but less of the XG. Um, they'd, you know, both, they'd four shots and goal versus three. I just this game looked for all intensive purposes as a draw, and in fucking ninety three minutes of it was. So um, yeah, really disappointing there because it would have been a decent return as well. I think it was about sixty quid was the was the double. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so a, a crap uh, result for me in there, um, and maybe try to do a little, a little too much. But there's no way I'd have taken Salernitana at home to win that game. So yeah, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, good 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 result for you, Andy. Not so great for me, but but ran it close. 
Which means you'll be backing it again this week. Will be. Such is, such is the trample bet, charity bet rules. Together, quick show last week, but it was okay. It, it goes down as a good week uh, um, because, because of the rest of the picks in there. But we are back with a full compliment um, after the break where we'll have guest Joey Slenzak joining us. In fact, he's joined us already. Hi, Joey. How are you doing? Hey, guys. Not too bad. Uh, a little bit of a technical difficulty issue there for a second, but uh, I think hopefully we've got it all sorted. Ideal. I can see you in your car with the golf clubs in the back, I do believe. Yes. Yes. I was uh, I'm just coming back from a golf trip over on ah, uh, Sunday. Played uh, two rounds. So had a good time. Nice. Brilliant. So Joy's joining us for the middle section, and that is exclusively for Patreon members um, where we talk about picks that we like that perhaps didn't make the show because we'd found other things, other things we like for the weekend, other sports as well. So if you fancy supporting the podcast, uh, giving something back, it's about £6 a month. You can join the Trample Bet Club. Go to patreon.com forward slash trample bet. Or download the Patreon app, search for Trample Bet. You get this podcast as an early video release podcast, so you get to see us all. You get it whenever we record the special middle section, but also all the podcast picks each week written down in a handy cheat sheet format as well so you don't need to remember things you also get extra content shows and as soon as we've finished recording this we'll be straight on to um the second golf major of the year in the second of our special golf shows for the year the uspga um so if you join up now you'll be perfect time for the start of that on thursday we really appreciate all our patreon members thanks to all of you who already subscribed but obviously we'd love to welcome some more so we're going to head to the middle section the normal podcast is going to head to a break. We'll see you all in about a minute's time. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back. And now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, May 20th, 2023. As usual, banker picks, value picks, outsider picks from myself, Gordo and Joey. And then a pick from each of us that will combine as a treble, stick £10 of our own money on it. And any proceeds will go to a charity of our choosing. We won it a couple of weeks ago, went to the Thin Blue Paw Foundation. Gordon is backing this week's charity treble, so he will choose the charity. If, well, let's say when, 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 when we return, when, when, when we return the winner and we'll announce it on next week's show. So let's get straight into it um, with the banker bets. So these are uh, for new listeners. These are bets um, across the world that we think are pretty much stick ons as good as you can get to a sure thing while still retaining decent odds. So we're not looking for like over half a goal kick somewhere. Like, yeah. you know, there has, to, there has to be some element of price <laughs> return here. <laughs> so anywhere generally from one to six up to one to two is is, is where we tend to tend to operate. Um, I am in Japan 
I love the J1 League. So Saturday, 11 a.m. in the Japanese top flight for Gambo Zaka versus the Yokohama F Marinos. Uh, Gambo Zaka are bottom of the league. Uh, they've only managed seven points from 13 games so far this season, scoring 13 times but conceding 28. Uh, the F Marinos have got themselves up to second place in the table, 24 points, scoring 26 and conceding 15 from their 13 games. So opposite ends of the table for the year's two clubs, also opposite ends of the form table. The Yokohama F Marinos taking 10 points from the last five fixtures. Gamba have only managed one point, and that was five games ago. They've lost their last four league games in a row. In the previous two league seasons, the F Marinos have travelled to Osaka and won this fixture both times. So 2-1 in 2022, 3-2 in 2021. I really fancy the Yokohama F Marinos to win this game. It's priced at evens, which is just a really good bet. So for banker purposes, I'm going to take the double chance of a way win or draw. So you get a return on uh, if the game somehow ends a draw or if the Yokohama F Marinos win it. It's a very healthy 3-10, to 10, which I like a lot. Nice so, one. Yokohama F Marinos or draw. Um, for banker purposes, if you're combining it in the banker treble, but see if you're just using these as suggestions for your own coupon. Yokohama F Marinos just to win this game at evens is excellent. I have a fantastic segue for this. Um, my banker plays your banker on the twenty seventh, twenty third of July this year. So oh, yeah? moving from uh, the Tokyo Stadium, uh, which where it is hosting a tournament. Um, Man City play Yokohama uh, uh, Marino, F Marinos uh, on the 23rd of July this year. However, I will be taking them to beat Fat Frank's Chelsea uh, this weekend at home. Uh, and you can get them at the lower odds of one to four to do so. So uh, for those of you who have lived under perhaps some rocks uh, recently, um, Man City are unbelievably good uh, and have worn down perhaps the best Arsenal team that uh, has has existed for maybe 15 years. Um, sadness. Uh, very much sadness. Um, however, you know, much like uh, the time and tide, it, it waits for no man and Man City do not at all. They just continually keep winning games. They've got Real Madrid to play midweek. Um, you know, they, they, they are obviously the Champions League's pets main focus. They've almost got the league wrapped up because Arsenal have, have faltered a bit. There's three games to go. Uh, they've got Chelsea, Brighton, and Brentford. Uh, so they're playing. They're playing both the midweek game and the weekend game at home. Um, Man City are on eighty-five points after thirty-five games. They are cruising at the moment. Arsenal are their closest competition, four points behind, but have played an additional game. Uh, Chelsea have been dug meat uh, all season. They have been awful. Uh, they are eleventh in the Premier League, which is not what you expect a team with the caliber of players they've got. Forty-three points from thirty-five games. Um, Man City, the form team in the league, they've won the last five. Uh, Chelsea are 16th, taking four points from the last five games. There's not really much to say. This Man City are just much better. Haaland's probably going to score a hat trick in this game, and and you know terrify us all. Um, one to four for Man City to win this game. Just an easy, an easy banker for me. So, Joey, what have you got banker wise? Yeah, so for my banker, I'm going to be in Belgium. Uh, for Club Bruges hosting Antwerp, and that's going to be on Sunday at 12.30 p.m. And I like to take Antwerp on the double chance, and you can get that around 1 to 2, but I'd imagine that's going to come in a little bit, at least closer to 2 to 5 kind of range. Um, Antwerp sit top of the championship group, 
one point ahead of Union Royal Union St. Joa and four points ahead of Genk in third. Whereas Club Rouge, they sit bottom of that championship group. There's only four teams, so we're not going to hold that against them. But they're properly cemented to the bottom. With only three matches left, there is no way they can catch Genk in third place. And they're just kind of stuck with that conference league spot. <laughs> so essentially, for all for all intents, all intents and purposes, um, Club Bruges is they're they're basically on the beach. And I say that specifically because in their three matches so far, they have yet to win. All of them, all of them have been wins plus both teams, or I guess losses plus both teams to Losses plus both teams to score, including the last time out against Antwerp in the opposite, so at Antwerp, where they were up 2-0 and ended up losing 3-2 in stoppage time. But nonetheless, Antwerp had it clawed back 2-2 by the 80th minute. So never a doubt in my eyes, but kind of wish I was rebacking that at that point. But hindsight's always 20-20. But yeah, so obviously Bruges playing at home are going to want to put up a good performance for their home fans. But like I said, they haven't won in any of the three games since the split. Whereas Antwerp have won eight straight matches on the spin and they've actually won 13 of their last 15 matches overall and have only lost twice in their last 15 away matches. And both of those were to Royal Union St. Joao, who are not Club Bruges. So Antwerp is more than capable of winning that ninth game in a row. Um, but I have no doubt that they will at least walk away with one point. Um, so that's why I like taking the double chance at one to two. And if you want to get a little bit spicier, um, you can take the plus 0.25 Asian handicap. So basically a quarter of a goal in the favor of Antwerp for slightly better odds, assuming they're going to at least cover double chance. You'll get half of your stake slash, but you'll at least get slightly better odds on that double chance portion. So Antwerp to at least get one point. I'm fully expecting them to get three. I like that from the, the, the bankers here, where you're basically both of you are like, I really like this as a value pick. But it's going to sit in the banker column with the uh, the double chance. Good, that's good. Yep. So there we go. So uh, if you fancy the banker treble, it's Yokohama F Marinos or draw in their game away at Gambo Zaka, a home win for Manchester City against Chelsea, and an Antwerp win or a draw in their game away at Club Bruges at odds of one to two. That combines to one point four three to one for the banker treble this week, which is pretty decent. On to the value picks then. This is where we take a little increase in price. Usually they sit around even money, but we think it's got a better chance of coming in than the bookies have priced them up at. Mine is exactly even money. I am very close to home in the Scottish Premiership. Good traditional UK kickoff time of Saturday at 3pm for Kilmarnock versus St Johnston. It's getting close to the crunch in the Scottish Premiership. It's turning into a real battle at the bottom of the table. Um, I tipped St. Johnson a couple of weeks ago to actually finish bottom of this league, a huge 28 to 1 price, despite the fact they already had a decent gap um, on the three teams below them. And that would be exactly where they are now if my own team, Dundee United, didn't just give them three points a couple of weeks ago by not turning up and getting a man sent off early in that game. Um, St. Johnson are poor, really poor. They're, they're, they're not commenting on my own team, Dundee United, because we're pretty bad. Out of all the other teams in the league I've seen, St. Johnson are easily the worst. Kilmarnock, they are really good at home on their plastic pitch. Uh, they're 10th in the 12-team league just now. They've 34 points in total. 29 of those 34 points have come at home, which is just a crazy split. 
Um, add that to the fact they really, really need points. They're playing at home. They're against a very bad St. Johnson team that I can't see winning another game this year. Uh, I really like a home win for Kilmarnock here at Even Money. Really like it. Nice. Fine by me. No, it's, it's a bad result for me, like as a Dundee United fan, because it puts us in deeper trouble. But mm-hmm. I just, it's just the smart move here. It's a home win for Kelly. Very, uh, a good approach to take your own team out of it. But yeah, I think Kelly just to get everyone at home. So, um, yeah, so I'll take us through the French League 2, and this is on Saturday at 6 pm. Three games to go in the in the French second division, and I'll be taking uh, Annecy away at New York, and this is a tea, this is a bet against New York. Uh, New York are bottom of the league, three games to go. There's no playoff in the French second division. It's just if you're in the bottom four, you will be visiting the Liga Nationale. It's just how it works. Um, whereas uh, you know in some of the other leagues, there's playoff spots like the Scottish ones. Um, Annecy are 15th. They are two points above the relegation zone. They have one team below them uh, that's not being relegated currently. So Annecy are in 15th on 41. Laval are on 16th and 40. They're both safe currently. Um, Valenciennes and Dijon are in 39 and 38 points. They need points to stay up. And what a better team to be playing than already relegated New York. Now, New York are down. They can't, you know, there's... They're in that bottom four. They're going down. Uh, they have nothing to play for in this game. They've played thirty. Uh, they scored thirty goals and conceded sixty, which is the most in the league. Annecy are a bit better than that. They've scored thirty six, conceded forty eight. They still haven't been fantastic, but they're they're hanging around here. So just as a bit a bit away against New York, I, I think Annecy are a good shout here. Um, their away form's not fantastic, but New York's home form is the worst in the league. They average a draw at home, playing seventeen games, getting seventeen points. Um, I think Annecy will be looking at this game and going, we've got three to go, we're not playing anyone else that's already been relegated. Um, they'll be looking at this as, as a big three points. Um, uh, New York have taken one point from the last five games. Uh, Annecy have taken five points from the last five games, so they have been picking up results, including last week, um, a, a win against Le Havre, who are mm-hmm. being promoted to League One. Uh, Le Havre did get a man sent off, but it was right at the end. Um after New York Annecy had won the game 1-0, basically. Um, so they had way less of the ball, way less of the, the chances, but still managed to convert. Huge win for them against top team La Havre. Uh, let's see them go beat bottom team uh, in New York this weekend. Get them even money to do so. Joey, where are you? Yeah, so, uh, so for my value pick, I'm going to take it back to the bread and butter Austrian Bundesliga <laughs> with my sweethearts Klagenfurt hosting Austria Vienna. And I love be- both teams are scoring over 2.5 in this one. And you can get that at 1.88-ish, hopefully 1.9 if uh, you're quick on it. That's going to be at, on Sunday at 1.30 p.m. And both of these sides are fighting at the bottom of the championship group for those final ch- uh, conference league spots with Austria-Vienna holding the first spot, which is just an automatic. You're going to go to qual- qualification for that. Um, and then Rapid Vienna, the other Vienna club, are one point behind them in the promotion whatever you got to play off to decide who ends up going to that last uh qualification spot and then two points behind rapid vienna we have cloggenford on 19 points so cloggenford is three points behind uh austria vienna and they've been in solid form recently scoring in four of their last six both score obviously in all of those 
Um, but a lot of this is just going to be based on Austria Vienna's form because they've seen both teams to score in over 2.5 in seven straight matches and six of their last seven away matches. And they've also seen both teams to score in over 3.5 in five straight away matches. Austria Vienna, they also have the second highest scorer in the league, um, Harris T- Tabakovic. And he scored 15 goals in his last 12 league matches. So I'm fully expecting two plus goals on that side of the on that side of the pitch. Um, and then on the other side, we've got Andy Irving, um, our podcast friend, friend of the podcast. And he's actually been in sensational form recently with a goal and assist, goal and an assist in his last two starts. And kind of combo that with my little young, young American, Sebastian Soto, who uh, picked up a couple goals in his first three starts. Those two together, they've been rounding into form and Andy's really taking on a big leadership role with the club right now. And he's, he's playing like everyone on this podcast obviously knows how he can play. So hopefully this should just be a nice, easy one, at least get both teams to score in the first half or hopefully two goals. And then, yeah, if we can get that over three and a half, sign me up, baby. So <laughs> Klagenfurt versus Austria, Vienna, both teams to score in over 2.5, 1.88-ish. Nice one. Yeah, you'll get that at 10 to 11 just now on Bet365. So that's looking pretty good in terms of odds. So the value treble this week then would be Komarnik, Annecy, and over two and a half goals in both teams to score in the Klagenfurt versus Vienna match in Austria. 6.44 to 1 if you fancy taking them all as a treble. On to the outsiders then. This is where we go and look for something that's been priced up as an underdog by the bookmakers, but we think has a really good chance of coming in. I'm going to start us off early morning, Saturday, 7 a.m. So back in the Japanese top flight, the J1 League, for Shonen versus Sorezo Ozaka. Sorezo Ozaka, seventh in the table, 20 points from 13 games. Shonen Belmere are back in. Ozaka are doing well, nine points from the previous five fixtures. Shonen, however, only managed two points, and their last three games have all been losses, including a poor home loss to Kashiwa Rezol, who are below them in the table. Shonen have only taken five points from six home games this season, and that's the second worst home record in the league. And I think they'll struggle against a decent Sarezo Ozaka team. Ozaka also really like playing Shonen away. So the last five times they've visited, dating back to 2019, They've won the game four times and drawn once. So really good head-to-head form. I'm surprised they're priced up as the underdogs here. Uh, they're 19 to 10, so just under 2 to 1. And it's a, it's a great price for Sarezo Ozaka. Nice one. Okay, okay, well, I'll take us over to the French League, uh, league the League 1, uh, the Liga A, if you uh, if you wish to do any French accent, uh, for Lille versus Marseille, uh, a real couple of top-of-the-table teams having a bit of a clash. Uh, and I fancy this game is a draw. Uh, you'll get that at 5-2, to two, uh, the draw for this. What, why do I fancy that? Well, what happens when a rock and a hard place? <laughs> this this is what this game is. Lille have played 18 home games without a loss. So they, 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 they've played, they've had some draws in there, but the 18 games, taking back to early 2022 uh, for, for home that, Marseille, out of their last 12 away games, have only lost one, and that was to last week to Longs, who are above them in the league, actually, just now, who are the team that are actually challenging PSG. Uh, if you'd said that at the start of the season, you'd have been chastised and thrown out of the podcast. Um, both teams would be happy with a point here. Uh, Leo just need to stay ahead of Rome, uh, who are below them. They're in the, the Europa Conference League slot. 
uh, Marseille uh, are also uh, just outside that automatic Champions League spot. They're two points behind uh, Long here, um, and PSG are, are, are nine point, or eight points ahead of them. Um, I just think this game looks like two teams that will be throwing everything at each other, and they're pretty equally matched. Uh, Lille are Kilmarnock when it comes to the uh, home record. They, they get a lot of their points at home. Marseille are the second best uh, away team in the league just after PSG. They've taken 39 points from 17 games, so they're pretty damn strong away from home. Uh, if you have a look at their away record as well, the losses they have taken, apart from last week, are all club, club friendlies around Christmas. So I was like, why the fuck are they playing Sassoul in here? And why they lost this game? I was like, oh, this doesn't make sense at all. They weren't playing in the Conference League. Um, so I fancy this game is a draw. You'll get that at 5-2. to two. So... My outsider, uh, unsurprisingly, is a draw in France. Joey, where are you for your outsider? Yeah. yeah, so I won't join you on the continent, but I'll still be in Austria, and I'll join you in the market because I have another draw as well um, between Reed and Altac, and that's going to be at 3.4 odds, and that's going to be on Friday at 6.30 p.m., so hopefully kicking off the pod, get things rolling early. Oh, um, Really, this is a uh, basement battle. Basement battle in the relegation group, as Reed and Altok both have fourteen points with three re- three remaining matches. And let's make one thing clear: both of these sides are not great. They're they're at the bottom for a reason. Um, and Reed have actually drawn five straight matches after losing their first match after the split, and Altak have also drawn three of their last five matches um, overall since that split. Reed have drawn four of their last seven home league matches. And Altac have drawn three of their last four away league matches, including a nice, a really solid 1-1 draw with uh, Red Bull Salzburg. So knowing the caliber of that club, that is consistently the best club in the league. Um, and so, yeah, they really good job finishing that one. Both sides need to win to avoid relegation, but neither side is going to want to drop points. So I think this is going to be either a 1-1 or a 2-2 draw. And hopefully we can have this one kind of cruise in nice, nice and comfortably and then Get this off to a good start. Love it, Joey. A Friday night draw. A man of my own heart. Friday night draw. There we go. That's how it's, that's how it's gonna roll. Of course, my game's very early Friday. Uh, sorry, Saturday morning. So you should have a good idea of how this is working out. It is not a draw. Right, Absolutely well, not. Uninterested really in the, the Friday action in the, in the non-draw <laughs> sphere. So the outsider picks then. Sorezo Zaka to win away at shown in Belmere. A draw between Lille and Marseille and a draw between SV Reed and SCR Altach. 33.51 to 1, if you were to just put that straight up as a treble. I'll take them as a tricksie, so I only need two out of the three to get something back on my money. Okay, gents, on to the charity treble. As we said, we won a good one a couple of weeks ago. Let's try and replicate that. So I am staying in Japan Saturday morning, 8am in the top flight, the J1 League. For Kashiwa against Kobe. Um, Vissel Kobe, top of the J-League after 13 games. 29 points. And they've scored 28 goals. They've only conceded eight, which is an incredible defensive record in that league. They play a pretty poor Kashiwa Rezal side. They're third bottom, so it's a, an 18-team league, so 16th place, with only 11 points from 13 games. They've scored just eight goals, which is the lowest in the league, and conceded 16 their overall standings also correlate with their home standings, where Kashiwa are also third bottom, considering only home matches. They've only taken six points from seven home games this season. Um, so not a great record. Kobe, they've travelled really well. 
They're second in the away form league table when considering only road games. They've taken 13 points from five matches. Now, obviously, if you work that out, that's four wins and a draw. So average points-wise, they're, they're top of that table. It's just it's sorted on total number of points gained and they've played two games less than most people away from home. So they're, they're doing really well away. You can get Kobe for an away win here at evens, which is which is high, very high. And I think the reason for that is historically they do not win away from home at Kashiwa. Like you can scroll for as long as you like. <laughs> Flash score. You're all gonna you're not gonna find them. Right? They they just don't do it. But this season, and the way the two teams are opposite when it when it comes to form and, and league position and all that, I think there's a very good chance that this will change. And I like the price of even money. So that's going to kick off the charity treble and a way win for Vissel Kobe. 6pm, Saturday night. Uh, it's I was going to say Saturday night is good for charity, but it doesn't really work the same as Saturday night is good for fighting. Uh, it's all right for fighting. Yeah. Get your Elton John lyrics oh. correct if you're going to bring them to this show. <laughs> to be fair, um, what about it's a regular charity? All I need is a pint a day. I can keep going with things that are like... Um, but anyway, we have uh, Mets away at Guingamp. And I'm going to be taking Mets to win this game at four to five away from home. Um, Mets are third in the French second division. Only two teams go up. There's no third place fucking about. There's no playoffs. Queens Park aren't playing Partick four times before they get promoted. That kind of stuff. We're straight into you finish in the top two, you end up in the top division. So Mets are in third just now, one point behind Bordeaux, and the only team that can really, with three games to go get into those top two slots. And it's a hell of a lot to do with George's Mika Zadze. Uh, this is a Sarang. Mikael Zadze. Mikael Zadze. Um, so last season he was playing with Sarang. Joey brought him up a couple of times. Uh, so I, I, I thought I would reference him here. He is. He was on loan from Mets. Came back to Mets this season. And he's the one guy in the league who's doing it all. 22 goals and eight assists makes him the best top goal scorer in this league. And he's five goals ahead and three assists of anyone else. He's doing it all. He's now in the Georgia national team. Uh, uh, started the, the Nations League. He's their main, you know, there's a lot going on in Georgia at the moment when it comes to good strikers they're producing. Um, and yeah, he's he's really finding his feet. Mets' away record's been brilliant over the last few games. Last nine games they've played away from home has been six away wins and three draws. Uh, those three draws were coming against teams around the league and they were all one each so uh, yeah they, there's no, no real rhyme or reason there their away form has been great they beat last week they beat New York not really much of an achievement I think uh, us and a couple of patrons could give New York a game at this point um, but yes I think Mets have got enough to beat Queen Gamp here they're going to want to do it they've got the best kind of finisher in the league uh, and you can get them at 4-5 to five to do so so rather shite bag charity uh, when it comes to what I was providing last week, but I was also heartbroken last week. So let's just get this in nice and easy uh, and then pass it over to, to Joey to, to round out the show. Sorry, Andy, what were you going to say? Four to five, that's no sacrifice at all. Um, so let's hope that the charity treble is still standing after that game. Are you just going to keep going with these? I, I mean, I could. <laughs> like... <laughs> I could that that but yeah that's the one so like let's get it on to Joey yeah yeah so uh so actually a f- interesting fun uh segue to that uh the Mikotatse conversation um only reason why I know how to pronounce his last name is because 
and what I'm hoping is his cousin or brother or whatever. Becca Mikeltadze is the informed striker for the Newcastle Jets in the Australian A-League. And so why that's a segue is because for my charity pick, I'm going to be in that same time zone, but in Korea this time, for Ulsan Hyundai against Suwon Samsung Blue Wings. So Suwon Blue Wings, not Suwon FC. We have to do this every single time we come on because I, I make that same mistake. Um, but you can get the Ulsan Hyundai win at 1.75-ish. So that's going to be at, on Sunday at 11 a.m. And Ulsan Hyundai are top of the table. They've won 11 of 13 matches so far in the league with only one loss and one draw. Whereas the Suwon Blue Wings sit bottom of the league with eight points in 13 matches. And seven of those eight points have come against the two teams directly above them at the bottom. So one win, two wins, and then a draw. And they had another draw against John Buck, which on paper is a good, good result because they're typically up the, up at the top with um, Olsan Hyundai, but this is not the, this is not John Buck's season. This is uh that's, that's a poor result for them. So good for Suwon though, but Basically, um, Olsen have conceded this, uh, the fewest goals in the league, and they've scored the second most, while the Suwon Blue Wings have scored the second fewest goals in the entire league. So six wins and seven away matches for Olsen versus one draw and five losses in Suwon Blue Wings' six home matches. Really not going to overthink this one. Top of the table, who is absolutely dominating this league. I think the next closest second place is like 10 points, 10 plus points 11, behind. So it's not even close. Behind. 11 points. Yep. They've only played so, 13 games. <laughs> Olsen's on another level right now. We'll see if they can uh, maintain it throughout the season, but the, on paper, this is a no-brainer, and so I'm really trying not held, not trying just, to overthink this. You could have just held up the league table for our patrons. You know, I wonder if I can get us to show. <laughs> well, no, but I'm using my phone to record. I, top, top, it's a little tricky. <laughs> In a league with 13 games played, where one team has like 27 more points in 13 games. Yeah. yeah. What a price. Yeah. Suwon so, are averaging yeah. less than a point per match. And yeah, we're, we're going to, that's going to continue. <laughs> Excellent. So that's the charity treble is wins for Vissel Kobe, Mets, and Ulsan Hyundai. And that works out at 5.21 to 1. So pretty damn decent. So potentially £62, Gordon, can be donating to a charity next week. Let's hit another. You know, we don't want to wait a long, long time for another charity bet. We want it in sooner rather than later. Okie doke, that's the show. But uh, we are still going to be busy because we have the USPGA preview to do for our Patreon members. I mentioned there earlier, but if you fancy joining us and getting access to that, patreon.com forward slash trample bet. Or download the Patreon app, find Trample Bet. £6 a month. Support the show. Get a whole load of stuff back. We also have a Facebook group, um, totally free. Just search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook and, and join the conversation there. I'm sure there'll be plenty of chat about um, the USPGA this weekend, in addition to everyone's normal football betting. Anything else from you two gentlemen before we wrap up Saturday yeah. 20th of May? Yeah, obviously uh, another important match for DCFC. So as always, uh, city till I die. Come on, boys, let's go. Um, then because I missed the beginning of the show with uh, my technical difficulties, I'm not sure if we mentioned it's um, our friend Jerome Ells' birthday today, um, yeah. Tuesday day of recording. So unfortunately, he's got a little COVID action, which is why I'm filling in for him. But got to make sure that we uh, send some love his way. Hopefully he's having a great day. Yeah, Joey, good, good point. And no, we did not mention that. 
So that is that is that is poor form on on myself and Gordon's part, and just as well you were here to um to wish Jerome a happy birthday. We obviously hope he's having a great time. Probably not as Jack Daniels filled as it normally would be, considering he's uh, <laughs> he's caught COVID. But you never know. He's exactly. One can hope. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much as usual, and thank you to everyone for listening. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black. Part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.